Three and a half billion people were affected. It changed how about half of the planet acted that day. What was it? An earthquake? A hurricane? An asteroid slamming into the planet? Nope, nope, and nope. It was a few apps going down for about six hours. Now, I wasn't really affected, but were you? And, and it kind of got me thinking, what apps do I use? What do you use? What are your top five apps? Let's apply ourselves to see, well, what the drama is all about for me and you on this podcast via an app, by the way, called Street Curb Curiosity. Ah, well, you know, there was so much drama over this, I figured we had to do a, a quick podcast about what it's all about. So, where were you when the apps went out? One of three words in the name of this podcast comes to mind. Street Curb Curiosity. And that word is curiosity. What the hell happened? What's going on? Why are people losing their minds? Well, about four apps, maybe five, impacted the day for about three and a half billion people on the planet. Well, now, I am curious. I couldn't post any Instagram photos or videos that day, but my day really wasn't impacted. To timestamp this podcast, it's early October 2021. Now, due to some, shall we say, configuration drama, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, Messenger, and some areas of Twitch, well, they failed to work for the population. Uh-uh. No website, no app, no nothing. Now, to me, this makes for an interesting story. Some people were really impacted. Now, to start... I know you're going to be disappointed, but there really is no big conspiracy. No malicious person pulling the plug on this evil empire. Just some bad code. Whoops, things go wrong. As I say to friends every now and then, never ever underestimate the power of stupidity. It was just a dumb error. But Facebook lost an estimated 100 million bucks in those six hours. Now you may be saying to yourself, you know, it's a big company, boo fucking who, but, 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 Facebook is one of the top small business local ad platforms. How many businesses depend on getting their message out for, I don't know, a new sale, their lunch menu, their grand opening? Poof! Gone that day. Your plans are screwed. I did see where one business was going to sue Facebook for the failure because it impacted their business. Now, let's do the math backwards just a bit and see how much it really did impact people. Let's get a little geeky, shall we? You may have heard the acronym ROI, Return on Investment. Well, there's another one, ROAS, Return on Advertising Spend. The average currently is 2.87%, meaning you should get $2.87 for every dollar that you spend. And that's per Nielsen, by the way. So the business people in this morass lost about $300 million in business in about six hours. Let's talk WhatsApp. That went down, too. You know, I used it once, then I deleted it. By the way, about 25% of us do that with apps all the time. Download it, get rid of it. But... It's one of the most popular messaging apps in about 100 countries, more than 100 countries. Seven countries, as a matter of fact, Kenya, South Africa, Nigeria. I really want to learn a Nigerian accent. Argentina, Malaysia, Colombia, and Brazil. 90% of the population in those countries use WhatsApp as their communications platform. Two and a half billion people use it to stay connected with each other. And you thought your texting habits were tragic? Hmm. Which leads to, what apps do you use? 
Now, I was a little shocked. Sorry, this will steer a little more Apple than Android because I am a proud Apple fanboy, and that's what I use. And it did say I was sorry. So let's carry on. You know, you go back about 20 years, a discussion about app choices where, well, did you want the mozzarella sticks or the onion rings? But I looked, and now I have personally 165 apps on my phone. 165. What the hell am I doing? It's slightly confusing. You know, I saw where one guy confused his Tinder app with the Domino's Pizza app. Whoops, he has a 10-inch vegetarian on the way to his house. That will be interesting. Well, what do they call the potential bad with meeting up with people on dating apps? Eh, playing with matches? Well, if you're average, you have 67 apps on your phone if you're a millennial. If you're not, you have about 40, and you spend most of your time with about 18 of them. That is, if you're average. Now, with all these apps that you and I have, well, okay, me, I check screen time. You want to see how much time you're spending on your phone? Go to your phone, go to settings, look for screen time, click on see all activity. On my phone this week, I'm up to about seven hours a day. Top five for me? Well, LinkedIn by a big margin is my top app. Then Instagram, then Twitter, then Messages, then Safari. And I am not counting the camera app. I take a lot of photos that I use for the daily blog or for this podcast. Now, these numbers, they're a little quirky. I know I listen to at least an hour's worth of podcast every day, especially right before I did this podcast. And the podcast app showed barely a fraction of that time. And I'm on TikTok quite a bit. It is in my top 10. It is a nightly bedtime habit for me. Oh, shut up. Come on. We all have our habits and I like the cat videos. Okay. Oh, another great business app, by the way, if you like LinkedIn, check out Bizfluence, B-I-Z-F-L-U-E-N-C-E. It's kind of new, great local business feel to it. You should try it out. TikTok, still the top downloaded app in our life for the past year. By the way, the most deleted app, Dolphin Sizer. Don't know it, but most people don't like it. Now, you think something new would round out, I don't know, the top of the list, but mm-mm-mm. Facebook and Instagram were the next most downloaded apps. Zoom makes it into the top 10. Mosh and Takatak make the top 10. Those two are Indian apps that kind of sort of take up the void for things that are banned in different places. Like, for example, TikTok is not allowed in India. I'll give you one that never made the list, and it's fun, and it's back. And it started, I think, in like 2013, and I loved it back then, and I love it again now. It's called Yik Yak. Totally anonymous, social app, no usernames, no handles, no profiles, just posts, pretty much of whatever you want to talk about within the social guidelines. And you see what's posted within a five-mile area of you, so it's just all really local stuff. And like I said, the really bad stuff like threats, they're taken down. But if you really want to see the mentality of the people in your area, what's on their digital minds, try Yik Yak. Now, speaking of learning things, let's talk news apps. So where am I getting my info? LinkedIn, Twitter, God help me. Now, where do you get your news? Where do you get your info? News apps? Well, there's Apple News, Google News, Yahoo, Flipboard, Smart News. But all of these places are really more aggregation. You're seeing feeds from CNN and Fox and the New York Times, BBC, NBC, Reuters. And you see lots of that stuff also on Facebook and on Twitter. And of course, you only check them out for the comments, right? You just look for the comments. That will show you how truly crazy, batshit crazy people really are. Here's one problem with a good old USA. Research has said 
The scientists say that we thrive on bad news. Now, you ask anybody in the media, and the old saying is, if it bleeds, it leads. And I'm sorry for you Midwest folks, fuzz and was were the stories that made the top of the list for you. I just saw the survey. Let's take, for example, the coronavirus, okay? In national news coverage in the U.S., 87% of the reporting was negative. Now, the global version of that, global news on the Rona, was only 51% negative. Scientific publications, about 64% negative, which translates into American media knows when it comes to the biggest and most horrible snowstorm, traffic, virus, violence, political decision, bad is what sells in the United States. The survey went on to say that the English language actually helps that. There are more words for bad stuff than good stuff in English than pretty much any other language. Uh, don't you miss the days when, well, you were smarter than your smartphone? But I digress horribly. Let's talk entertainment. How many game apps do you have? Well, me, I have five. Chess, Shut Up, Chess, Candy Crush, do I need to remind you to shut up? Angry Birds, Asteroids, and what I think is one of the best mobile app games on the planet. It's called Shooty Skies. It's kind of stupid, but it's kind of fun. Look that one up. I'm not a gamer, but people do love Grand Theft Auto, Fidget Toys, Alto's Odyssey, Bleak, Call of Duty. Remember Flappy Bird? Oh, man, I was addicted to that for a long time. Oh, and for Marvel fans, what's the favorite app of Thanos? Come on, that's easy. Snapchat. Uh, come on, you have no sense of humor? Look, I know Thanos is crazy. He just, well, snapped. Oh, don't be such a hater. You're just not digging the jokes today, are you? Anyway, games make up the biggest app category on your phone. Yes, Facebook and Instagram, they're the big dogs as individual apps, but as a category, people are playing games like crazy. Plus, there's business apps and other entertainment apps. And that, my dear friend, makes up your phone. So take a peek at what you hold in your hands and how you use it. And did you have a panic attack on the day when the lights, or I mean, the apps went out? It impacted some of us, and some of us didn't get to see that cute video of my puppy, Macy Jane. And I am quite upset about it, I must say. But you, well, you should be happy. Why? Well, it's the end of this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs> 